Dear songwriter, so you're feeling overwhelmed. There are so many things you feel like you need to do to go from a song idea that you have in your voice memos to something that's release ready. Feels like this huge mountain to climb. Not to mention all of the promotion and marketing afterwards that comes from all of that when you do get there. So as a result, you might not be sure on where to start, how to start, or what to do next. And that leads you to feeling a sense of paralysis, totally unsure of what to do next. So in this episode, I'm going to help you get clear on where you are, what you should be focusing on, and where you're going. And to do that, we're going to break down what I believe to be the five areas that you need to get clear on, including the stages of how an idea becomes a release-ready song, the roles that people play in making that happen, where parts of the process can overlap and where those roles can overlap, what roles you can do on your own, what parts of the process you can carry out on your own, and which parts of the process and which roles that you might need to invest in, whether that's through building new skills or hiring someone to help you. My name is Connor Frost. I'm a professional songwriting mentor who's helped hundreds of songwriters to write their first collection of songs. And this is Dear Songwriter, the podcast to help you confidently write and release your music so that you can live your most musical and creative life. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome to the show. Hope you're having a good December of 2023, which is when I am recording this and when this will be released. This episode inspired by just everyday conversations that I have with clients of mine essentially overwhelm, right? It feels like there's so much to do and it's easy to get overwhelmed, right? So what might be happening to you is you might be listening to this voice memo. You might be thinking to yourself, wow, there is so much that I have to do to turn this into something that's actually release ready, right? And then maybe you're thinking, and even when I do that, there's marketing, right? There's the release plan, branding, right? And then you start thinking to yourself, what do I do for production, right? What is even production, right? Do I have the skills for production? What do I need to currently work on, right? All these thoughts are kind of going through your mind. Maybe it's all happening at once and that's creating this overwhelm, right? And so in order to eliminate that overwhelm, we need to get clear on certain things because if we can get that clarity, we can get that knowledge. And if we can get that knowledge, then we know exactly what needs to be done next, specifically. What happened to me way back when, this was back in 2011, I was having similar thoughts. I was like, well, I got to do this, that, and the other thing. I need to build skills in these areas. I'm not ready to do this. I need to get ready to do this. And it led to this overwhelm that I was feeling and led me to not write for a good amount of time, right? And then I made the decision. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get clear and I'm going to figure out what I need to learn and I'm going to find people who can help me learn, right? That's why I can speak to this, right? Is because it wasn't that long ago that I felt similarly to how some of you may be feeling who are listening to this. And if you're not feeling this way, you should be able to get some value from this regardless, right? Because the way I'm going to break this down is hopefully going to be helpful regardless of where you are in your process, okay? So let's break that down. Let's break down the stages of how a song idea becomes a release-ready song. So basically there are five things that I think we need to get clear on, right? Five areas, five categories, whatever you want to call them, right? 
Stage number one is the brainstorming stage, right? And so in the brainstorming stage, the goal, the objective is to come up with a concept for your song. Now, you can do this through journaling. You can do this through working with a co-writer, recording ideas while you're going on a walk on your phone, whatever it is, just come up with a concept by the end of a brainstorming process, right? And sometimes people get confused here because they feel like they need to come up with an entire song by the end of this brainstorming process. I don't believe that's the case. I think come up with a concept for your song as a result of this brainstorming process, okay? Stage number two is the writing process. So once you have that concept, this is when you start to turn that concept into a full song, right? Song with lyrics, melody, and accompaniment. And so I don't want this to get twisted. By the end of this writing stage, you are not necessarily coming up with something that is release ready. You are coming up with what I believe to be the core foundational elements of what makes a song a song. Technically speaking, that's melody and lyrics, because as I've said in the past, when you go to copyright your song, melody and lyrics is actually the only thing you're copywriting. But I do think having some sort of accompaniment, whether that's a beat that you found on YouTube or chord progressions, rather, that you've come up with on guitar or piano or ukulele, just having some sort of foundational instrumental there to support your melody and lyrics. So taking that concept, fleshing it out, in the form of lyrics, in the form of melodies, as well as having chord progressions underneath. That is the result you're looking to get from stage two of this, which is the writing process. So number one was brainstorming. Number two was writing. Number three, demoing. Okay, so there are multiple ways that you can go about recording a demo, right? And technically speaking, you could say that maybe recording on a voice memo on your phone is a demo. Absolutely. What I'm talking about, though, is the ability and the step to essentially take what you have recorded possibly on your phone in your voice memos, live or rough, whatever it might be, and putting it into like GarageBand or some sort of digital audio workstation so that it can feel a little more official, right? You can set a tempo for it. You can track different takes of your guitar. You can put vocals over it, right? Something that's just a little bit closer to what the process is going to look like when you get into the production stage, right? So that's stage number three is demoing good segue into number four, which is production, right? A lot of confusion over what production is. It's a very broad term. You know, when when you read the credits of a movie, that could mean anything, right? That could mean someone donated a couple million to a movie and that makes them a producer, right? And so when it comes down to the production process, the way that I'm speaking about it, this is how I define it, right? The production process is where you develop arrange and record, officially record your song. You develop it by building out the instrumental. You arrange it by adding other instruments, maybe some horn parts, maybe an extra guitar part, additional guitar part, maybe harmonies, right? You are arranging the song, building upon what you've already written, and then recording. Certainly there's recording that's done in the demo process, but this is done with the idea of like, okay, we are recording for what will be the final product, okay? So that's stage four, that's the production process. Stage five is mixing. Mixing is taking what you record in the production process and creating the best possible blend and balance of your song. So that might mean turning the vocals down a little bit, right, so that it blends a little bit better with the instrumental. That might mean cranking up one of the guitar solos that you have later in the song because you really want that to come through. That might be adjusting the EQ so that the bright high end of 
a particular part is coming out a little bit more or bringing out the bass a little bit more in certain sections, right? That's what mixing is, right? Just creating the best possible blend from all of the tracks that you've recorded in the production process, right? The last stage is mastering. Also a lot of confusion around mastering. Don't feel like you need to know this to a T, but essentially mastering is enhancing, polishing, and finalizing the track's sound, right? So once you have things mixed down to a single track, it's essentially making those final adjustments, making those final enhancements, and polishing certain things up to create this final product, okay? So that's number one in terms of what to get clear on, the stages of how a song idea becomes a release-ready song. Brainstorming, writing, demoing, production, mixing, and mastering. Hey, songwriter, I want to invite you to the Songwriter's Vault. The Songwriter's Vault is a free community as well as weekly newsletter to help you level up your songwriting. And we do so through offering quick tips through email, also providing some exclusive free masterclasses that are all about songwriting, specific parts about songwriting. And if you're in the Songwriter's Vault, you have access to those perks. So if you're interested in that, go to connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com slash vault podcast, V-A-U-L-T podcast. I will also include this in the show notes. I would love to see you there. I'm looking forward to it. Got some cool things lined up for vault members in the new year. So please go ahead, join. Should take two seconds. Just go to the show notes or go to that website. Take two seconds to be on the list. All right, I'll see you there. Let's get back to the episode. Cool, let's keep going. So number two of what you want to get clear on are the roles that people play that turn an idea into a release-ready song, right? So we just outlined the process. Let's talk about the different roles, the different titles that people have to bring this idea into release-ready song, right? So role number one is songwriter. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this, at the very least, you are assuming that role of being the songwriter, right? And that's being responsible from a technical standpoint for what I mentioned before, the melody, the lyrics, and I would add some sort of accompaniment. Role number two is the producer. And so the producer is the person that helps you, like I was saying before, arrange, improve on, develop the song and build out the instrumental. The mix engineer is the person who carries out the mixing process, right? So taking those tracks and creating the best possible blend, making those adjustments so that it is more listenable, is more release ready. That is what a mix engineer would do. Mastering engineer is the person who takes care of the mastering, right? So taking that final mix, making those final enhancements, making those final adjustments, that is the mastering engineer. And then lastly is the instrumentalist or studio musician, right? So if you're looking for someone who plays bass, you might recruit or hire or ask someone to volunteer to play bass as part of this song production process. And so that's what a studio musician would be. So that's number two in terms of things to get clear on. Number three, the number three thing to get clear on is where parts of this process and roles can overlap, right? So there can be overlap, both in terms of the people who are doing these things and carrying out these processes, as well as the processes themselves, right? Perhaps the producer who helped you 
record the single, helped you build out the arrangement, they could also maybe be the person to mix that single, right? Meaning that they can kind of assume the role of producer, a lot of times sound engineer, as well as mix engineer. That, in my experience, has been the case. Those people can also be separate, but the point is that there can be overlap there. In terms of overlap of the process, perhaps some of the tracks that you record in your demo stages, maybe they end up being in the final production of your song. So essentially, you've recorded tracks in your demo process that you're going to use in the final process, right? And then a lot of times, if you're producing on your own, for example, the demo process might just evolve into the production process and can kind of be one process altogether, which is the stage that I'm in with one of the projects that I'm working on. So there can be overlap in these stages, and I think getting clear on where those things can overlap, where those roles can overlap, can be super helpful. Okay, the number four thing to get clear on is what roles and parts of the process that you can do on your own that you can carry out on your own. So I think getting clear on what your limitations are, getting clear on what your strengths are, getting clear on like where you personally want to invest your time, where you might want to invest your money to kind of streamline the process, outsource parts of the process. I think getting clear on that can be helpful. For example, maybe you are someone, you can do the brainstorming part of this process that I mentioned at the beginning. You can do the writing part of this process. You can also do the demoing part of this process on your own. Those three stages you feel confident, you're like, okay, I'm going to assume these three stages on my own because I know that I can carry that out myself. And that brings us to number five, is which roles and parts of the process would require you to either invest time and money in building your new skills or hiring someone to straight up do it for you. As an example, like we said before, maybe you can do the brainstorming, you can do the writing, and you can do the demoing parts of the song production process. If you were to go through into the production stages, into the mixing stages, into the mastering stages, perhaps you would want to hire producers and engineers to help you out with that, right? So if you can get clear on what you're able to do and where you need help, that will likely eliminate some of this overwhelm because there won't be these questions of like, oh, do I need to learn this? Do I need to learn that? What's next? All of these things, right? So definitely something to consider. So basically, if we were to summarize, if you're able to get clarity on these five areas, and hopefully you've gotten some clarity even through listening to this, and I know I threw a lot at you, so I would recommend perhaps listening again, taking notes if you didn't the first time, but if you're getting clarity in these three areas, hopefully that means that you've gotten clear on where you currently are in the process, you've gotten clear on what you'll want to focus on, and you've gotten clear on what to do next. I'll kind of give myself as an example. I decided early on that going the production route, becoming a producer, was not necessarily something that I wanted to invest a ton of time in. I have basic skills when it comes to production where I can use production as a songwriting tool and therefore help me in the demoing process, in the writing process. But I just always found that I wanted to like zero in completely on being a songwriter. That's not the case for everyone, but in my case, it absolutely was, right? And so in my experience, I've always enlisted help. I've always gotten help for the production stages, for the mixing stages, and for the mastering stages. I'll give another example. My brother Liam, who plays in this awesome band that I'm also part of called Oceans in the Sky, he 
is a songwriter as well as producer. He decided to go that production route and learn over the years how to be a producer, right? But he doesn't love the mixing process. Right? And so he has always worked with others to have them mix the tracks that he has produced, that he has recorded, right? Coming away with clarity on where you are in the process, who you want to be in terms of the role that you're assuming. I think that that will be super helpful and eliminate a lot of this overwhelm. So let's do a quick recap. The five things that I think you need to get clear on. So the number one thing is the stages of how a song idea becomes a release ready song. Number two is get clear on the roles that people play that turn an idea into a release-ready song. Number three is to get clear on where some of these things can overlap in terms of the process as well as the roles that people are assuming. Number four is to determine and get clear on what roles and parts of the process that you can do on your own or that you want to do on your own. And then number five thing to get clear on is which parts, which roles would require you to build new skills or hire someone to do it. Honestly, that's going to come down to your goals. That's going to come down to like what your career goals are, what your artist goals are to determine like where you want to outsource certain things, right? I really believe in focusing on just a couple areas. I think if we try to do everything ourselves, that can kind of stretch us thin, right? So getting clear on where you can invest in either building new skills or hiring someone to help you. That's it. Thanks so much. Hope this brought you some value. Um, hey, would you do me a favor? Could you review the podcast? So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, there should be a pretty easy way for you to review. Leave five stars would be super helpful. This podcast continues to grow and it's because of you listeners. And I got some cool things in the new year specifically for you listeners. So if you could help me out, that would mean the world to me. Would really appreciate it. And yeah, that's it. Have a great week. I will talk to you next week on Dear Songwriter. Thanks so much and happy writing. Happy writing.